When you look at life, you see some people who've had some really great success and they have a big house, fancy car, all those sort of things, and they're not happy. And then you go oh, neighborhood over and there's somebody who doesn't have much at all and they seem to be super happy. And I think what it really comes down to is being happy with what you have and not projecting out with what you don't have. And a lot of people, even those who have a lot, they are always thinking about what they don't have. Welcome to Through the Tuttle, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I are joined by Fulbright psychology scholar, Dr. Alan Green. Dr. Green is currently a professor at the University of Southern California, where he also serves as the faculty representative for the athletics department. We discuss with him the advice he provides student athletes on the key role that gratitude can play in their lives. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. So Alan, why is having a sense of gratitude so important for elite athletes? So from what I've determined being around great programs, elite athletes, um, old and young, is that those who remember that they're, they're fortunate, that this is a rare opportunity. And no, you know, I think they know that and it sometimes adds to the, to, to the pressure of performing and getting everything right. Um, but those who know like, you know, this is temporary. This is, a, you know, a, I'm, I'm so fortunate to have the resources and the exposure and all and the guidance and all the things. Those, I think those are those people, those are the ones who really make the most of the challenges and handling all the complexities and balancing all these different things um, because they realize that this isn't like you're in, in war and the next decision that you make is gonna be someone's life. Right, or, yeah. Or your own, right? right? Or that you are um, attempting something that's going to determine the outcome of, you know, millions of people or something like that, that this is it's just a game. And it may feel like it. <laughs> yeah. It may, and, you know, especially when you're getting yelled at or, you know, worse. Well, look at, go look at the fan sites for USC football. Exactly. And our, and our boosters will act like it oh is my like gosh. death, right? Yeah. No, you, Completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I had a student in my class um, last couple, couple of years ago who, when he found out that I was involved with athletics, you know, it's like, like, I'm like, really, you, you, I think you need some help here because you're placing way too much of your, you know, your energy into this this thing that's a sport that I, it, it's miraculous. It does all those wonderful things, but they're not like those. Fo the football team's not out here trying to combat homelessness, you know, right. or right. these issues that are real. Sure, cancer. So, so the student yeah. was a fan. <laughs> he was a student. He was an alum, uh, undergraduate alum, but he's in graduate school, and he was like emotional about some things like on Tuesday, <laughs> right? right? And the game was on Saturday and you're still like visibly shaken. Yeah. Come on, let's talk. Sounds like half talk. the guys I went to school with. <laughs> yeah, right? And I get it, no, yeah. I get it, look, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, especially, you know, why he, he talked about in particular was that he was there when the, during the championship run, right? And so right. he knows what greatness is like, right? right? He knows what that feels he like. He knows what that feels like, right? But, but you lose, you lose uh, perspective, right? Yeah. And I think with athletes who understand that um, this is big and huge, 
but it's not everything, right. then they could become great, gracious and they, they're grateful for the opportunity to be in the moment, to do what they do, mm-hmm. give it their all, and put it into perspective. So that to me, so when you say to me, gratitude, why is gratitude important? That's one question. A deeper question is why is gratitude important to an elite athlete is because an elite, what I've seen is an elite athlete who has gratitude and is appreciative of the experiences that they have um, are real, well equipped to go and be elite for a long period of time because right. they, they, they figured it out. I, th- I think uh, gratitude also moves you out of fear. There's can be, for some, going trotting onto the field or the court or whatever, having a sense of fear because of the bigness of the situation. Maybe it's a big time game or whatever. And they want to perform well. They practice well. And so I think shifting and pivoting to gratitude, and and I I like your opinion on this, um, I think it takes them out of that place into more of a place of, geez, look what I get to do. Yeah, and then they're just playing. Because it's there's play, like you've said, it's sports. Sports yes. is play, right? It's play. So you get out on the field, and you're not any longer worrying about the consequences. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, how cool is this? I get to play. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Whether it's because your teammate is injured, and you you just found out that they're not going to be able to play, and you're really relying on them, or um, just the stress of the moment, like you say, um, displacing those issues that are anxiety provoking onto something like gratitude, it's like a win-win situation because you're not focusing on this and you're focusing on something that has been proven scientifically to contribute to heart, lower heart rate or blood pressure or just being in the moment and being able to, and if you talk about folks who've been in championships like, um, those moments, like being able to slow it down to like take it in, mm-hmm. as opposed to so worried about what happened or what's going to happen. That moment, they cherish it more. Some of the stories that you just heard, we just had the Title IX celebration. Um, we we had some, we had a ceremony on campus, and we brought back some of the legends and you know some of the folks who who who, who were pioneers in right. the idea of the women of Troy. You know, we had a, they had a panel and these, the, the folks that were there just really help you understand that they knew what they were doing was changing the world, right? Wow. But at the same time, they understood that it was just, it was sport, but it was, it was also possibilities for future generations. And so it really kind of was life or death in many ways, right? right? But, right. But they had it like they talked about it perspective. They had these alums who come back and they're celebrating. And they were telling stories, and it's just amazing how, just as champions, as elite athletes, they're they're able to um, yeah. reflect on it so much about like how important it was to them, right, and what was going on, and how great how grateful they are for having those opportunities. God, what an experience to be at the forefront of that. But I think also that because of the largesse of the whole situation, the fact that they saw that this is gonna impact future generations, that wasn't just about them. Right, right. And, and therefore, they're grateful to be there. They're right. grateful to take part in that. Right. And they're also like willing to sacrifice and do the kinds of things 
more so than just serving themselves. Right. Right. I find that one of another valuable experience I've had around being around elite athletes is the idea that everyone talks about what is your purpose, right? And most of them from being recruited or what have you, they can tell you, well, my purpose is, or I feel like this. I always like to ask them, well, why is that your purpose? And sometimes it comes out in their explanation. I want to be great because it's going to give me an opportunity to provide for my family. Well, why is that important? I mean, it may seem like, duh, it's important to provide for your family. But to hear a narrative, to hear some someone say, well, I just want to, like, I, I knew that my father struggled with some things and he wasn't able to to do what he wanted to do. And here I am in a position to do this. And I want to be great for this reason. So it's easy to say what you want to be great at, but why? So the why behind the purpose, I think, is very important. And that's the difference between, um, I think, a person who hits this point of their life to somebody who hits that higher level is when you do make it about something else other than just yourself. Yes. Right. When you look at like long-term professional athletes and their foundations and their organizations, Guy, excuse me, the guy, Seneca Wallace, who's a quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. From the, yeah. So he, he went to my high school, right? And he's, um, this week, he's up in Tacoma, Washington, doing a football camp. And one of my buddies, who's a coach, is up there helping out. And he's like, yeah, I talked to Seneca. And Seneca's younger than we are. And my buddy knows about this youth program called Go Kids, or excuse me, OK Kids, mm-hmm. that Seneca was a part of when he was in fifth and sixth grade. Right. And my buddy Bob, whose brother-in-law was a part of that organization, founded it, um, said, hey, Seneca, you remember your Go Kid day, OK Kid days? And Seneca just eyes lit up. He says, yeah. And he talked about how important that was for him and what it mm-hmm. did. And, and you know, it, how it contributed to who he is to this day. But I bring it up is because here he is. Seneca had a decent career in the NFL. I don't know how many years he was there. And uh, he certainly wasn't a, you know, a champion or a Hall of Fame guy. But he's still traveling around putting on football camps in Tacoma, Washington. Right. And because he realizes that, that, that those moments that he had meant something beyond what you know, for himself and for his family and the income that he's had. He's not doing it to make money. He's doing it to touch lives. Right. And, and, and the way he talked about the opportunity that he had as a young kid and, and now what he's trying to do for others, to me, that's, that's an idea. That's an example of, of gratitude. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.